Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Uh, today I'm joined by John Busco, CEO at Moondog Marketing in Stockholm, Sweden. John, how are you doing? I'm doing really good, Andy. Uh, a bit of a different show today because um, rather than Skype, I'm actually face to face with John, which is rather nice. Um, let's start off, John. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you've been doing with uh, Moondog Marketing. Well, I started out in academia uh, where I worked for nearly 10 years. And as part of the work I was doing as an academic, I was doing a lot of journalistic writing. I was writing for international press. And for some reason, I was fiddling with these things called blogs. That got me into writing more and more online and writing and creating websites. And hocus pocus, I left the university world and started a marketing agency. And that was 2004. And now we're 2016. And Moondog Marketing was Jontus Media for about 12 years, and then we rebranded, and we've been going strong. So you've been marketing for a while. Like this, actually, the specific thing that I'm interested in is personas. And I was just wondering how, how much has marketing and, and, and personas changed over the last few years? I think that first and foremost, it's tools that have changed. We have an array of tools, different kinds of, of ways that we can reach audiences now across plat- platforms, different channels. Personas have always been important in marketing because it's imperative you know who your audience is and not just know them in general, but know the specific segments of an audience that you want to take a particular action. And if you want them to take an action, you're going to need to have a persona for them. So you need to drill down into your customer base to really, really target who you are trying to get to purchase your products or invest in your services. And it's it's not the kind of thing that you bash out on a wet and windy Wednesday afternoon. Just being cognizant of who your target audience is isn't enough. You have to know them inside and out. And I think that is something that hasn't changed over over the years that I've been working with marketing. But what has changed is the tools, the ways in which you can get to reach your your personas. I think personas, uh, certainly with startup businesses and as people that are new to marketing, are something that are sometimes overlooked. 
But they are very, very important, isn't it, John? What, I mean, what, what would your advice be to people that are, are looking at marketing? Why are personas so important? If you don't have a clear understanding of who your, your brand personas are or your customer archetype, if we haven't defined persona for someone who might not know what persona is from the outset, the, the particular archetypal customer that you are looking to purchase from you or hire you, inquire about your services. If we don't know who that buyer persona is, none of our marketing messages can be targeted to them, that we will have problems measuring their success, we will have problems at every stage of the buyer journey. So if you think of a broad buyer journey, a very typical buyer journey is the awareness stage, the interest stage, the uh, evaluation stage, the purchase sta- the decision stage and the purchase stage so five stages you need to know your who your buyer persona is and every aspect of who they are what they are and what problem they are looking to solve when they come to you whether it's to buy a new tv to see their favorite show on a better screen or whether it's to choose a school to send their kid to a private boarding school. At each stage of that journey, you need to know the problems that they're looking to solve and how your messaging can connect with them. And if you don't know who that persona is, you're not going to get your marketing messages strategically aligned with your persona at each stage of the funnel. What are the main sort of ways people get personas wrong, John, in your view? Well, like I said, I think first and foremost, people underestimate what a a buyer persona, a brand persona is, that it's not just a really small half a page document outlining an archetypal customer who's five foot five, lives in London, listens to the killers and purchases their shopping at Waitrose. That's not enough. You have to know them really in detail. So I think one of the big mistakes that that companies, and when I say company, I, I, I mean solo entrepreneurs up to enterprises, one of the, the mistakes that they can make is that they don't drill down into as much information that is open to them. For example, they don't talk to their existing customer base about who they are. They don't ask the stakeholders in their organizational business who they are. They don't look at the da- all the data that, that, that's been accumulated. And it's something that's rushed. So what they get wrong is rushing to create a a buyer persona without asking all the questions about this target audience's, this target customer's needs, problems, issues that they're grappling with, why they might be looking to purchase your product or service or be interested in what you're doing. You've got to do your research. It's almost like being a psychological profiler. You've got to go really deep into who they are, what they do, and understand their motivations before you can then start aligning that with the content marketing messages that you create. Personas are quite difficult to get your head around uh, sometimes. Can you give us an example of how you might use it? Yeah, let's let's take an example. One of the things that I've I've recently done is I read an ebook which is for for schools because schools is a competitive industry and schools need to recruit students and they need to persuade parents or students themselves to come along to schools. Now, let's say we're talking about uh, I don't know uh, 
an international an international school that wants to attract students from a particular part of the world. Now you could have a nice website. You could have lots of nice bits of copy and lots of nice photographs that look very nice. You could have a whole team of marketing people creating and publishing videos and tweets and blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't mean diddly squat if you don't know who you are communicating to. So let's say that you know that families moving to the Far East funded by Uh, enterprise companies with uh, a budget of over XYZ are the kind of people that are going to pay to send their kid to your school, then you need to understand as much about that group of people. In fact, you want to drill down to find out, well, who is the person that makes the decisions? Is it the mom who does all the research, who looks on Facebook on Friday nights when she's had a busy week? If you use that kind of process, you can start to narrow down the person that you want to be communicating with. So your team might be telling you that, well, we know it's moms that always make the decisions and make the inquiries first. So we've narrowed that down. It might well be that we know that it's always moms that email you. So, well, we know it's moms. Google Analytics might tell you that it's people in the demographic group between age 35 and 44 who using tablets visit your website on a Friday evening. And if that's the case, you can start to build a a profile that Anna, who uses her tablet to research schools on Friday evenings, might be open to your marketing messages on Facebook through pay-per-click. That's why it's really important to have a a really well-worked-out brand persona. Doesn't matter what you're selling, you've got to know exactly who you're talking to. You made a really nice analogy earlier about being a bit like a psychological profile. Do you feel sometimes a bit like um, a detective trying to solve a a crime? (laughs) Yes, but it's sometimes a crime that doesn't necessarily exist because not... And this is something that someone said to me fairly recently. And I thought it was a, a really good point because if you're a business, let's say the school, in this case, the school come to us and they have an inkling that Anna exists. We can do all the research to find Anna, track her down, look for her, uh, discover that she's you know, on Facebook with her tablet on Friday night. But it might be false positives. There might be Sarah out there who's acting in all sorts of different ways that we've not possibly even noticed is the most powerful brand persona of them all. So as a detective, if you like, you've got to get your research there. You've got to narrow down for your your particular brand persona, but you've got to be careful that you're not missing little bits of gold dust that are sprinkled amongst the data. That's why when you do your research, you need to be looking at data, talking to stakeholders, talking to existing customers to make sure that you're not missing the murderer. Well, John, thank you so much for helping us there. Tell us how people can find out more about you, more about Moondog Marketing. Uh, The easiest way to find more about me personally is to go to my Twitter account, and that's at John Buskell, J-O-N-B-U-S-C-A-L-L, or just go along to moondogmarketing.com. 
Thank you very much, John, and thank you all for listening. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com slash podcast. If you want to connect with me personally, I'm Dr. Pod, D-O-C-T-O-R-P-O-D, on Twitter and LinkedIn. And uh, we're looking to answer some more questions. So if you want to leave us a question or a comment, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.com. And the magic phone number is plus four four one two seven three two five six one five oh. Well that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from John. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Mm-hmm.